Welcome to the In Memory of Man podcast, a show dedicated to the brave new world of crime, artificial intelligence, and news. The future is now. Here's your host, criminal trial lawyer, researcher, and author, Robert Kiesling. Hello, welcome to the In Memory of Man podcast, Robot Crime Blog. I'm your host, Robert Kiesling. I do the research so you don't have to. Let me give you the quick rundown of the episode in a summary for those of you on Instagram and on the go that can't hear the podcast right now. So in a nutshell, I'm talking about the contact tracing apps that Apple and Google are going to attempt to use, uh, which I believe is an invasion of privacy. But more importantly, um, they are completely flawed with what data they're going to be using. How is that? So they're going to give you tons of false positives and false negatives. Here's an example of false positives, like on a crazy scale. So let's say you live in an apartment, never contacted your neighbor, don't know your neighbor. They are in next door. Um, you are within a feet of them because you're on the other side of the drywall, but, the, but you've never been in contact with them and they have COVID-19. Well, now you've been labeled as someone who's been in contact with COVID-19. Let's say you're driving by a hospital that you may be living by, right? And let's say someone, two or three people that have COVID are driving out of that hospital and you're driving past them on a stop sign within three feet of the car and your car is within three feet of their car, guess what? That's a false positive. Now, what about the false negatives? Here's the problem with the false negatives. Those that people that can't afford phones or won't are mostly or don't use them or can't and don't know how to use the more advanced phones with these apps are the elderly and the poor. So, and if those are the most at-risk groups, right, um, then that's what's going to be called a, a false negative because you're going to know within those groups, someone in those groups, uh, a number of those people are possibly going to have the COVID virus. That's a false negative. And because you can't trace in that way, then you have a nightmare scenario of this digital uh, calculation that is completely inaccurate. Okay, now for the rest of the podcast, and we're going to get into more detail about this, so let's say uh, that, say that is, that's horrible, right? But more importantly, um, let me get into what's happening over in China. And whatever happens over there now, it seems like, because of the marriage between um, their corporations and their government, which is almost symbiotic and interchangeable because China's government usually has a lot involved with the uh, private corporations over there, allegedly private corporations, um, you are also seeing a, um, an increase and in uptick in the corporations, uh, the digital corporations, te te technology corporations here in the United States with the government over here. And um, I think that uh, that could be a dangerous thing if it is not somehow legislated and regulated. Uh, that's for a different podcast. But let's go back. The, the point being is, is that with China, you got to understand everything that's been happening over there slowly but surely is trickling over here because of the technocracy that is extremely powerful and they have been dominating the landscape for a long time. All right, so green light or red light, China virus app is ticket to everywhere. Yeah, no, this is, all their citizens have to download this app, red light, green light, yellow light app. If you have a green light, you can go anywhere. You have a yellow light, you have to go back home and quarantine. If you have a red light, you get taken somewhere for quarantine, allegedly up to 14 days, but we know that uh, they do a little bit more than that with what they're quarantining over there. Yeah, 
uh, just as some of the, uh, the, the Muslims that have been um, put in re-education camps. So here's the problem with that, right? The, they have admitted other applications, um, they have glitches, right? And so you've had glitches where people that allegedly have COVID, right, over there have had green lights and it hasn't turned off. And then some of the people that are supposed to be green lights have red lights and it hasn't turned off. And you're talking about a billion people, right? Let's get back into the United States and let's say we have the COVID uh, contact tracing app that is used right with what uh what information they have well here's here's some problems that you're going to encounter with this app let's say that you know it, it some hacker or someone uses this information that are there's like hundreds of millions of people in the united states you have a voter suppression effort that false flags a polling station as an infectious hotspot a business owner who attacks a rival by making false claims about their premises which i think is the more likely trolls sowing chaos Protesters triggering panic as a form of civil disobedience and foreign intelligence agencies shutting down entire cities and adversary nations. Yeah, those are the heavy, heavy parts of having all that information and all that power centralized into a digital platform that is owned by private companies that are not only owned by private companies, but also hold a lot of our government sensitive data. So people, that should scare you. And just an article just came out uh, in the San Francisco gate, SF gate. Uh, it's stating tech assisted COVID-19 track, uh, tracking is having some issues. So again, these tracking issues, the some issues that they're having is the false positives, false negatives. And how are you getting to the phones for the people that are going to spread the most infectious? Just like when I read an article about the Navajo Nation, right? Um, they were talking about there is a, a massive spread because of the homeless and the poor over there. And if you would have had this app, right, how would that have changed that? scenario right because you you would not have known you don't know how many of those people really had covid and, had, and it didn't and then you shut this entire town down yeah they shut uh god i can't think of the name right now but anyway i'll, I'll have it they shut an entire roads everything closed i mean shut down you couldn't get in couldn't get out all because they were trying to say that the certain people or the, the large number a thousand people had it and there were deaths um, but the problem that you obviously have with that is the, the how to test for the COVID virus. And these tests have not been validated, folks. They have not been validated. And I wanted to get in a little bit of that. Um, and I also have what's called the Daubert standard. The Daubert standard is what we use in court, among other things. Um, and, a, and a certain guarantee of reliability, I have that, uh, that link in, on my podcast. And I also have it on my vlog on the uh, on the YouTube. So just let me run down some of the most technical things, right? Verification of previously validated methods, measuring interval, matrix, matrix effects, selectivity, sensitivity, accuracy, precision, reliability, trueness, limit of detection, and limit of quantitation, the limit of detection based on visual evaluation, standard deviation of the blank. I mean, I go on and on and on, man. That's what they have to use. That's what we have to use. And then it has to be valid validated. But instead, you have a free-for-all with all these companies stating, just like the one I, I mentioned prior to in prior episodes about how they 
went ahead and said, oh, hey, you know what? We can de detect COVID by just your voice, right? And so then they go get a grant or they go get funding to go and try to experiment with that, which is taking away money when they have no scientific data whatsoever that that is accurate. I mean, how could you? And you have to see the other episode. I shred that to pieces and it's just ridiculous. So then also um, you have the contact tracing groups funded by Soros and Gates as Chelsea, Chelsea Clinton on board, right? So again, um, you're going to have a number of false positives and false negatives with that because how are they going to, where are they going to go and how are they going to get that data? It goes back to what I said in a prior podcast, Facebook, Google, Apple, they're all going to use the data from Facebook or, or these groups by who? By you. And you being, you're going to be self-diagnosing whether you coughed, whether you sneezed, whether, and then they're going to say whether another person coughed, whether they sneezed, whether they farted, whatever, right? Whether they have numbness, whether uh, they, they think they have a hay fever, whether, you know, uh, they, they drank the night before and they have a hangover and they feel the effects. I'm like, oh, you know, I, I think I might... It's self-diagnosing. It is not healthy. Doctors will tell you that it's not healthy for the self-diagnosing. Then they create hotspots based on that self-diagnosing. And Facebook, Google, Apple can't deny that. And they can't deny the false positives. They can't deny the false negatives. It's all right there. All you got to do is look, click on the links, do your research. I know I do it so you don't have to, but it is there. I want you to see it and you have to check that out. Now, that's not even touching the privacy concerns, the bills, the whole thing. But, you know, I just want to make you aware of this right now. I couldn't do the podcast last week just because I had too much legal stuff. I, I have a day job and I got to keep the lights on to try to get this going. So this week I'll have to substitute for both uh, that time uh, last week and this week. Um, so anyhow, I got to run if Skynet or the technocracy doesn't take over uh, by the time my next episode happens or I get shadow banned and then unbanned and shadow banned by YouTube, which they did, uh, or just banned, period. I will be back next week. Thank you. Take care. Bye.